0: I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce you understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Herman, what's going on, man? How are you?
1: I'm feeling good, fellas, man. Thank you for having me tonight. I truly appreciate it.
0: We well, appreciate good, you taking, taking time out. I, I know there was plenty of preparation for tomorrow. I'm sure you're part of it, but you take time Absolutely. out to, to bless the bless the people with loads of information. So we yeah. really appreciate that.
1: Thank you, yeah. thank you so much. The Haitian CEO, yes,
2: locking in the flesh,
1: Naboule, Naboule, <laughs> <Not boule. laughs> yes,
2: yes, very important. Yes, he um, bald head and beards. <laughs> you
1: dig? You dig?
2: <laughs> so, Herman is a master when it comes to credit, business credit, um, and this is something that's extremely important. Once again. Feel like we can never have this conversation enough. I put a post up today and it just went crazy and it just shows you how hungry people are for the information. And it's extremely important. So we're going to do a deep dive into the into the world of credit. Um, but before we start, um wanted to just talk about the E.Y.L. University situation again. So, you know, meeting with Robert Smith when we met with him a while back, and he was telling us, right, you don't know who Robert Smith is, he's the um richest black person in America. Uh so he was saying how he got his start in finances was through mergers and acquisition m&a um and he was telling us the whole play behind the mergers and acquisition and that you know that's the real game that they play on the highest level of of finance um and that's really what he was doing as an investment banker was brokering those deals for mergers and acquisitions so you know you got to listen to when people speak and you have to be able to apply the information in real time and process it very quickly. So, you know, earn your leisure. We've obviously built a tremendous media platform and there's other people in the space that we respect. And uh, Recession Proof is a educational platform that has become an extremely impressive platform. Um, they've done a lot of great events. They built an extremely strong community. They've done live events um for their members only, only for their members. And we've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. And it actually was a major inspiration for Investfest. Yeah. Um, so you know, seeing and just being really impressed with the the infrastructure and what they've been able to accomplish. Um, not an acquisition, but a merger. A merger of EYL university and recession proof. So it's Earn Your Leisure University, powered by Recession Proof. Um, the it's just got bigger? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, 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 you know, I feel like that's an important um, step forward uh, for um, the culture. Absolutely. So, you know, you got to be able to work together. You got to be able to put egos aside. You have to be able to um, sit at the same table. And understand that, you know, you, you you have more power in collaboration as opposed to competition. Yeah. And um, this is something that, you know, I don't think a lot of people really expect it. Um, but I think it's going to be something that's a game changer. Yeah,
0: I think I mean, just from a standpoint of inspiring each other, pushing each other um, and wanting to see the best for each other. I think we've done that over the past two years, like you said. When we went to the recession-proof conference in Miami and looked at what was put together, we we knew that you know what, this is something that we can do at a large scale. Um, So to be merging with such such a, a prestigious and illustrious uh community uh, like RPX it, it is something that is the the community, you know, it's going to serve them wholeheartedly, and uh, I'm excited for it, man the the way that they, they've structured you know their community and, and all the things that they have it was like this is something that can add value to our community and, and likewise you know there's gonna be pieces that you know our, our earners are gonna be adding over there so it's a it's a game changer for the for the, the financial literacy community uh overall so I'm excited so shout out to everybody mark shout out to our earners yeah the biggest just got bigger
2: more 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 value and yeah. like I said it's, it's now you're gonna have BYL university is gonna have best parts of recession proof and recession proof is going to have the best parts of ui university so you know they have those chapters in place this is where the chapters come from this is where the courses come from as far as you know um uh, like dan's course and a bunch of other courses that's actually going to be in so now it's, you don't have to go and buy courses from all of these other different outlets where sure. in one community you have all the courses in under one roof that's revolutionary within itself and that's something that is like you know you got to kind of bring all of the the it's like mob boss like you bring all of the families together like you know what I mean so it's like <laughs> that's a revolutionary thing to have all of the courses under one umbrella I don't think that's ever really been done before so um it's in the volume is low Troy um, I which one is it this one yeah the second I don't think you can go any louder maybe um so yeah so e text learn the word learn so 401 and uh, we'll be giving you updates on the relaunch of EYL University, uh, launching on Friday, um, right before Madison Square Garden. Good timing. Ah, <sighs> there's always something. There's always something. The never, the never finished strategy. It's never finished. It's always, it's always under construction. It's called more. Uh, a lot more. more. So, all right. So let's let's get into this. Let's get into this business conversation. Extremely important. Um, the differences between business credit and corporate credit, corporate credit. We haven't really talked about that too much. What's the difference between business credit and corporate credit?
1: So the main difference between business credit and corporate credit is that business credit, um, which a lot of people talk about kind of familiar with is that it's connected to your social security number. It's connected to you having good credit. So you're basically co-signing for your business. Um, so, what we like to teach our mentees, our friends, our clients, our people who are listening, our, our earners, is also at the same time try to build up your business so that it can get corporate credit. Corporate credit is not connected to your social whatsoever. It's just utilizing your EIN. Mm-hmm. So you got like um, Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs, Jobs. when they were building up their companies, they were also building up their EIN so they didn't have to personally guarantee anything for their business. So that's super important to make sure that you're not just building up your business credit, which is a great starting capital that you need. You get that quick 25, 30, 50,000 for your business, but at the same time also building up your corporate credit so you can build up your business like in a year or two, right? So you're not personally guaranteeing anything. You're getting money and you're not giving the banks your social security number to get business credit cards and loans, et cetera, like that.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody hit the like button. This is extremely important to almost 2,000 people on YouTube. 2, That's pretty impressive. Yeah, all to shout so to all people hit people. the like button and share, please.
0: Yeah. Her, wh- one of the things we, we've done is we, we set up multiple LLCs. So I, I, I want you to, to dive into that. Setting up multiple LLCs so that you can get six-figure funding.
1: Oh, yeah. So so if you if you know, understand that hack, if I know one LLC can get me 10, 15, 25,000, right? And why wouldn't I do that with multiple LLCs? Right. So me, I love um, coming up with LLCs, even though whether I'm not going to use them or not, like I come up with the idea of success as receipts. It's one of my brands, right. Or Auditor Circle, another one of my brands. Right. But I also turned it into an LLC. Right. So I know one LLC I can get 25, 30, forty thousand dollars. then the other LLC, I know I can duplicate that exact same process. So there's a lot of people sitting with three, four or five LLCs they haven't done anything with them. there's a herm. How am I going to get funding for it? My business didn't make any money. That's not important right now. If you got the good credit, you can personally guarantee though all those LLCs and get funded from them and then you'll look up and you got six figures in funding to do startup capital for whatever type of business you're trying to do.
0: So the, the key is to have good personal credits so you can be a guarantor for, for those LLCs?
1: That's the key when you are building business credit. But again, like we said a couple of minutes ago, at the same time, you want to build a corporate credit for those businesses also. But I, I know a lot of us we just want to get to it. So you got the good credit, you got over six eighty and above, go get to it. Go get that money. Go get that, go get that bag first.
2: What's the ten commandments when it comes to business credit? Oh
1: the 10 commandments um, to getting your business funded. Number one, I want, I want you all to write this down, right? Because this is how you maximize to ensure how much funding you can get for your business, right? So if you know Truist Bank or Key Bank, you know that they're going to give you $25,000, no doc. You know that, right? Whenever you are missing certain things from this 10 commandments, it knocks it down a couple of thousand. So number one, you want to make sure you have a proper proper business name. The name of my company is Bella Sloan Enterprises, right? Um, it's a general name. There's a lot of high risk industries out there, right? So real estate, trucking. So if that's in your business name, it's going to limit how much funding you're going to get, or they probably deny you the money. So like Bella Sloan Enterprise will get twenty five thousand, but Bella Sloan um, Real Estate Company, that 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 same profile is probably going to get ten thousand. So having the proper business name is important. Number two, you want to make sure you have a great business address, right? Um, Brick and mortar, of course, but if not, get yourself a virtual address because if you're going to the bank trying to maximize how much money you get, you want to make sure you look like a real business. Try to not look like a mom and pop where you're giving them your home address as your business address, you want to walk into Chase, you want to walk into Wells Fargo, like a real outstanding business. That's commandment number two. Commandment number three, you want to have a legitimate email address, info at BellasoneEnterprises.com, not Bellasone at Gmail. Those little things these banks are looking at. Um, commandment number four, want to make sure you have a real business website. So I told um, a couple of um, my mentees this, when everybody was getting the SBAEIDL money, right? If they didn't have a proper email he literally got kicked to a real underwriter, right? So the real underwriter was looking to see if he was a legitimate business because you're giving an at Gmail and you're trying to get 150,000. It didn't make sense. So commandment number four, having a good business email. Commandment number five, you want to make sure you have a a business website, a real presence online so that the banks know you're legit. Like I'm not giving you 25, 30, 50,000 dollars and you're not going anywhere. And then once you have all this demographic information Next commandment, that's what you put on your LLC. Because before, when I started talking about business funding, everybody ran and got an LLC, but they put in their cell phone number, their home address on it. Now, you want to set up your business demographics first. Then you put that on a business application, your LLC, excuse me. Um, Then you get your EIN. And then once your business is structured, I want you to open up a business checking account and a business savings account. Now, I want to stay on this real quick. Commandment number seven, I want to stay on this real quick, because how you open up your business checking account and saving account is important. The more products that you have with a bank, the better the relationship with the bank, the more likely they are to give you funding. Right. So if I'm walking into a bank and I'm like, hey, can I get a twenty five thousand dollar credit card? I got great credit. That's wonderful. Right. But isn't it better if, I'm, if I go to the bank, I get my LLC, my EIN documentation, I got, I give them my operating agreement. I'm like, hey, can I open up a checking account? Can I open up a savings account with you? So now I just open up two products with them. I put $50 in each account, right? Nothing crazy. And then I ask them for funding. So building relationships with bank is crucial. One of those unknown steps to help you get more funding from that same bank. Um, commandment number nine. Having different relationships with different tiers of banks. I always tell everyone to please start first with getting funding and relationships with credit unions in your area first. So I tell them, listen, go to Google Maps, type in the word credit union and put in your zip code. You'll see 10, 15 credit unions in your zip code alone that you can go and start a business relationship with, right? And then find out, give them a call. Hey, TrueMark, where do you pull from? We pull from Equifax. Another bank, where do you pull from? We pull from TransUnion. Another one, where do you pull from? We pull from Experian. So now you're getting three relationships. You know they're pulling from different credit bureaus. So when you go to the second bank, they didn't know you just got 25000 from the first bank. So just like that, if each of them give you 10000 on a bad Saturday, you just raised yourself $30,000, right? From three different banks. So, I, so credit unions love to give bigger bags out. So I always tell people, start with credit unions first. Then work your way up to the different tiers where you work your way up to like um, citizens where they're like more regional or truest. They're more regional they're not nationwide. And then you hit up the big boys. Then you go to Wells Fargo. Then you go to Chase. But start in your community first. And then lastly, of course, commandment number time, asking for that money, asking for that funding. And you should be in good position to maximize what you can get from each bank.
0: It's 10 business commandments. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got to say that at the end. So the, you know, when, when we're applying to the banks, we're sending out applications. You got this thing called the power of four. Can you break that down?
1: The power of the four. All right. So there's a little, there's a little a uh, 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 bank information that they don't want you to know. Right? I love when people say that, so I'm gonna say it too. but they don't want you to know. So, say the power of four is say, for instance, you have two credit cards, right? Um, they're ten thousand dollar each limit. That's the credit availability that you got. But you make thirty thousand dollars a year right So the bank is going to look at that application. they were like, this person is actually high risk. why? Because tomorrow he can max out the cards to twenty thousand dollars, right? Um, but he only makes thirty thousand dollars a year, right? So the bank actually looks at you as somebody that's actually risky. So sometimes I tell um, uh, my earners, my mentees, I tell them, hey, if you got you got a, a, a somebody on your team, a co-signer somebody else, who doesn't look as high risk. So somebody who's less high risk is the power of four. So $20,000 multiplied by four is $80,000. So the bank is looking for somebody who makes $80,000 a year, right? Who has 20,000 in available credit card, that person is low risk to the bank. So that's why I say the power of four is what the banks look at when assessing somebody's credit profile to see how much funding they can give them on the business side.
2: So- Talk about um, credit union funding.
1: Credit union funding, kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. It's the best place to start. It's the best place to go when you are um, trying to get funding for everybody that's on a call. I know we all go into the name brands first. We're going to go to Chase. We're going to go to Wells Fargo and they're great institutions, but I want everybody to start in their community first because the credit unions are ready to invest in the people that are in their community first, right? I even have, I even have a strategy where a lot of my mentees, where they're like, listen, um, there's a great bank in Virginia, right? Virginia got a great bank, um, but my LLC is not in Virginia, it's in Pennsylvania. Well, get a foreign entity, right? So you can do business in the state of of, um, Virginia, and then you hit up that credit union because you know they give away $30,000 real quick if you got a 690 credit score. So getting a foreign entity is how you literally multiply or mimic your LLC in all 50 states, um, so you can get the capital in different places. So I travel a lot. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Miami. I'm in Cali. So I make sure I got foreign entities in those different states. Because if I happen to be out there and my man's give me a good play, like, yo, this credit union, bro, they give me $50,000 line of credit. You got a 700 credit score Then I want to make sure I'm in position to go there because I know credit unions are going to give me a bigger bag than regional or national banks.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what are the three things as entrepreneurs that we can do? to get the most funding. Right? A lot of times when we try to start a business, funding is obviously always the issue. What are the three things that we can do to make sure that we get the most?
1: Um to make sure you get the most funding to put yourself in position to get the bigger bag. Number one, make sure your inquiries are low on your credit report. So if I told you TrueMark is pulling from TransUnion, make sure you have under 3 inquiries from that credit bureau. Or make sure you don't have any recent inquiries in the last six months. So keep your inquiries low. That's going to maximize your funding. Number two, I know it sounds sexy that, yo, I'm the owner of Bella Loan Enterprises. It sounds great, right? Owners don't make money. You know who make money, who get consistent bread? W-2 employees. So when I when I open up a bank account, I tell them I am the president. I'm the CEO. I'm the CIO, right? Because they know I'm getting paid every week. So they know I'm gonna pay this check every week. They know I got a I got a certain salary. So I'm gonna make sure I get I get money every week. And number three, follow the Ten Commandments. Rewind the tape. It's gonna be on YouTube. Follow the Ten Commandments. Position your business in proper place to maximize your funding. Those are the three tips I got for you guys to make sure you get the maximum funding when you walk into these banks.
2: So let's 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 answer some questions if we can. Um, Absolutely. This is another part of the. the oh, we got University. hands raised already platform is that it's an interactive experience so we get to actually not just hear us talk but answer questions in real time and that's beneficial because a lot of people in the audience probably have the same questions so yeah let's
0: do this man george we are coming to you unmute yourself you've been unmuted george what's up what's going on
2: five seconds oh
0: man you know how this works so if you don't know how this works there are no frizz breaks. When we come to you, you better be ready to let's roll. To the new
2: oh, oh, wow. wow.
0: <laughs> There's a bunch of people coming on. All right, let's go to... Let's,
2: the new people at the bottom.
0: Let's go to Aries. Aries, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's the deal? Oh, ain't not. That... Oh, wait, there you go. George, you there? He's not there. His mic is on. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm mute yet.
1: Yeah. Aries, oh. you've been on mute. Hello. You can you hear me? You we can hear you. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine yourself. Um, I wanted to ask Herman. Uh you said that e- the Yahoo and the Gmail is not a good email for business funding. Absolutely not. So I want everyone to start thinking like how the banks do, right? So Bellasloan Enterprises is an entity that doesn't speak, right? I speak mm-hmm. for Bella Sloan Enterprises. Right. So I got to make sure this looks legitimate because when you go into Chase, you're literally speaking to somebody. If it's Miss Phillips, Miss Phillips has an email address. Miss Phillips email address is Phillips at chase.com. So I want to make sure my business and your business looks totally legitimate and having at domain of your business looks sexier than um, yada, yada, yada at Gmail. So Bella's what looks and you tell me what looks better. Bellasone enterprises at Gmail or info at Bella's enterprises.com. So it's all about setting yourself up to look as sexy to these banks so you can maximize your funding. Now, I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. I'm not saying no one's gotten funded with a Gmail account, but I'm trying to maximize how much you can get funding.
3: So I have everything already in place, but Mm -hmm. the, the Gmail is what it is, my business name at. Mm-hmm. But it does says, I think it's a Yahoo or
1: something because Gmail was giving me a little bit of trouble. Right. So it's what I recommend, thinking. what I recommend you do is actually, I'm going to send you back to Google. So Google has a, a, a enterprise platform because they got into the enterprise platform space where you can go to G suite, G S U I T E G suite.
3: Where oh you yes. I've seen get, that.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. where you can get a real business email address and it's only $6 a month. It's super cheap. You can start it tonight and you have your, okay. your real email address all, all ready to go.
3: But when I when I filed for my uh, LLC, I put the other email on.
1: Now listen, let me let me explain this to you. Right. Your LLC is considered a person. It's an entity. Right. Just like you're considered a person. Guess what you can change. I can change my name if I want to. I can change my okay. address, I can change my phone number, and I can change my email too. All you have to do is contact the Secretary of State and update whatever information you need to update. Google is not called Google anymore. They're called Alphabet. They changed their name. But all they had to do is let the Secretary of State know, hey, um, we're not called Google anymore. We're called Alphabet. We moved to this address. We have this new email address. Here's our new information. And then in your LLC will be updated with that information with the Secretary of State. So you're straight. It's not, it's not complex.
3: Oh, thank you. I appreciate your help.
1: Absolutely, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
0: Thank you, mm-hmm. Aries. Have a good one. Happy holidays to you and the fam.
3: Let's
1: see.
0: Same Let's to go you, to, uh, <laughs> Tanya. We coming to you, Tanya Simpson. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. How you doing, uh, Tanya? How you doing? I'm good. Tanea, I'm
3: having me. No problem. This is definitely some diamond information, so I kind of want to ask the same question or similar question. My website is a dot us. So that have a bad impact on my business because
1: it's us and not a com? No, no, no. That, that's that's totally legitimate. As long as it's your business domain name, us.net.com.org, as long as it's professional, in that case, we're gonna be in good shape. Yes. Okay,
3: thank
1: you. No worries. Thank you, Miss Simpson.
0: Thank you Terry. Have a happy holidays for you and the fam. Uh, let's go do down here. Can't handle we coming to you. Can't unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on?
1: What's going on, man? Mr. Hammond, how you feeling tonight? Good, bro. I
3: just wanted to know. I've been hearing about the shelf corporations. I don't know if, if they really work or not because, you know, you got to have two years to get funded, right? So I wanted to know do we really need to have the, do the shelf cor- corporation
1: work for that matter? If that makes sense. So here's why shelf corporations even exist. Shelf corporations exist because 90% of banks, before they you can you are offered lines of credit, right? Your, your business has to be two years or older. If it's not two years or older, you're most likely going to be eligible for a business credit card, which is a great start. So shelf corps were existed because it's like, hey, if I want to jump to the line and I want to get lines of credit in addition to credit cards, let me purchase a shelf corp. There's nothing wrong with a shelf corp. Um, We recommend you get them if you have good credit, because then you could combine it with your good personal credit, and then you can get credit cards and lines of credit. I want to be careful with people getting scammed out there when people say, oh, you get this five-year-old shelf court, it guarantees you $100,000, $125,000, $250,000. No, that's not the case if the shelf court isn't built up, if it doesn't have um, trade lines on it already. That's definitely not the case. So you definitely want to be careful with that. So like Bellasone LLC, right? My business, right? It's like the LLC is like seven years old. I can sell it to you, right, Mr. Hammond? And because you got a seven hundred plus credit score, you can go out and you can get fifty to one hundred thousand dollars because you got good credit combined with the shelf corp. But just be careful when people are saying, "Hey, buy the shelf court for ten thousand dollars and you'll guaranteed to get to 50. That's definitely not the case. But you definitely want to be careful with that. But it's but the purpose of it is to get higher lines of credit because the company is older.
3: Appreciate it, bro. No problem. Great question. Thank you for that.
0: Appreciate it. All right, let's do one more. Let's go to, let's see. Tyrone, we coming to you. Tyrone, you've been unmuted, unmute yourself. What's going on, brother? Can
3: okay, y'all hear me
1: now, fellas? What's going yeah, on there? Yeah, we can Talk to us. All
3: okay. right, real quick. Yeah, I got man. two questions. Thank y'all. for First, thank y'all always. Absolutely. <clears throat> so the question is this, Her, mm-hmm. One of my clients today, we were doing some things, and we were talking about business funding, right? And we were looking at her. We were trying to find her paydex score, and they couldn't pull up her Experian business, Equifax business. And she was like, but I have a business credit card. And I was like, oh, but you didn't do those trade lines. I told you, you know, she was like, no, I never did those. So do you have to do the vendor tier one, two, three before you do the trade line for business funding or not? That's the first question. And the second question is real quick afterwards, but that's the all question.
1: right. So so let's attack that first. So um, unpopular belief, right? Ninety five percent of business credit cards don't report anywhere. Right. On the personal side, you could buy a stick of gum. It's going to be on your credit report in 30 days. American Express, Chase, Wells Fargo, they're not reporting anywhere, right? So they're not building up your business's credit, your corporate credit whatsoever. A couple of credit cards that do, Divi, D-I-V-V-Y, Capital on Tap, those are great corporate credit cards. They don't care what your credit score is, right? Anybody could get them if you have a business checking account, three months old, you got a couple of dollars going in there. They'll see what they can do to get you some funding. But they actually report to your business credit profile um, that helps build up your score. Now, Ty, you did gave her some great advice to start building her corporate credit, right? By getting some tier one, um, vendors on her business credit profile. And that's great. Um, once you built it up to tier four, that's when you're able to go and get corporate credit, no personal guarantee, no matter what. Now, if you're trying to get funded and she's a startup company, the tier ones are not going to be enough for her to just get corporate credit in general. So you can suggest to her Divi um, corporate credit card, capital on tap. But in the meantime, she'll definitely need to get her credit up so she can PG it. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, and we already worked on that and did that. You know, I'm tapped in. I've been tapped in with y'all, so you know, my we we on that. Um. So thank you so much. And the second quick question is this: in terms of foreign entities and tax havens, Mm -hmm. if I want to become or use my business as a foreign entity in a, a state that's a tax haven, maybe Delaware or somewhere like that, um, how does that work? You know, do I just file and then I can just start? assuming business or doing business there and then I'm good and I'm saving or how does that work if you don't mind?
1: So um, I am not a tax professional, so I got to be careful how I answer these questions. Definitely tap into your tax professional who can answer that better for you. When I speak of foreign entities, I use it because I'm about to do business in a state like I'm in, I'm in Atlanta all the time, right? So I got a foreign entity down there and I know they got great lenders down there that I like to do business with. And this credit unions first, they won't do business with me because I'm based in PA. So I got the foreign entity in the state of Georgia. So I'm allowed to open up business checking accounts there and get the funding. When it comes to the tax questions or tax side of it, when it comes to Delaware, Wyoming, I'm almost certain that there are benefits for running your business there, but definitely tap in with your tax professional who can give you the best advice on that.
3: Absolutely. Thanks again,
2: boss. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You, I
1: appreciate
2: you, Tyrone. Yes. Yeah, Sirsky. Um, how many more we want to do before we bring MG on? Uh the hands keep going up. Hands going up. Let's let's take uh let's take like maybe one or two more.
0: Let's All right, go to uh Sean. Sean Barley, we coming to you, man. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Sean? I'll do it. No fridge break showing no fridge break we appreciate your attendance but there are no fridge breaks so we're gonna go to anthony anthony robinson we coming to you unmute yourself you've been unmuted what
1: up fellas what up her? mr What's robinson how you feeling tonight feeling good feeling good good <laughs> so what about
3: if you're blocked from uh get, getting bank accounts on um Check systems system. and early warning. Ooh, How wow. can I go about getting around it?
1: So that so it's hard to get around that. You have to attack it. So um, you're going to have to first. It's like it's almost like credit repair, right? Um, it's basically our credit repair. So you're going to have to attack check systems. You're going to have to write a letter to them. You're going to have to actually write letters to LexisNexis, um, so you can get those check systems. From from keeping you from open up bank accounts, so usually it's because you had a bounce check in the past. So you have to remedy that situation. Whether hey, you owe them three hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, you go to Chase here. Chase here's your five hundred dollars can you please remove me from check system if they verify that information they usually send you a letter you send that over to LexisNexis. you send that over to the people that are blocking you from check systems and that's your remedy to situation i don't want to give you no quick hacks to do it i'm going to show you the right way to do it because if you if there's a if there's a hack that somebody's giving you about that then it might work at one bank but not all so you want to make sure you yeah. tap into LexisNexis first um, to get the check systems removed, write them the letters. You can even get them on the phone and then put yourself in position so you can up, open up bank accounts right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Absolutely, bro. whole
0: lot of game. Whole lot of game.
1: I'm trying, bro. I'm trying.
0: <laughs> Appreciate you, Anthony. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: All right. Um You want to do one more? Let's,
0: let's I got play. one
1: more. I got one more. Let's, in it. let's do it. All Leslie,
0: right. we coming to you. Let's do this. Leslie, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. How are you doing, Leslie?
1: Come on, Leslie. Don't break our hearts. You
0: there? <laughs> Her mic is on. She ready to go. I thanks, so. Oh, damn, Leslie. Oh,
1: Leslie.
0: It don't mean we don't love you, though. It really <laughs> doesn't. It really doesn't mean we don't love you. We 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 love you even more for actually raising your hand and having the courage to answer this question. But 100%. We'll, we'll get you on the on the next one. Um <laughs> let's uh, do Swellin'. Let's see if okay, can come through for us. Swelling Roberts, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted.
3: Yes, how's everybody doing? Let's get it. Mr. Roberts, how you feeling? Uh, doing well. Very familiar with with uh, both platforms. I'm definitely uh, following both of you guys, man. Love the platform. Love everything. I um, just really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had a question about, um, I know you talked a lot about funding and positioning your your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know somebody taught a class about, is the next level to get into to, um, trusts and things like that after you've established everything?
1: Um, so, you, you know, with us, as we gain our people, as we gain information, um, then we add it to the repertoire. Um, Mm -hmm. like I didn't know about trust when I first started my LLC. I didn't know about trust when I was building business credit. I didn't know about trust when I was building corporate credit. Um, but as you get the information, yes, you can put it into your, um, your folder. So I got a trust later in life. Under my trust is my holding company. I set up my holding company. And then my holding company um, um, has a bunch of all my different LLCs, Bellasone Enterprises, Olivia Maroy Enterprises, and all the different businesses that I do. So it's not too late to go back and structure it correctly to protect yourself, to protect your assets, and to protect your future generation um, from what you have built here right now. Because I tell people all the time that I'm planting seeds for fruit I'll never see. So I want to make sure that my children and my grandchildren um, um, have these assets that have been protected because I set up a trust, a holding company and the different businesses that are under them.
3: Perfect. OK, gotcha. Thank you so much.
1: Absolutely, bro.
2: Uh, I appreciate you. Um, it's been a pleasure.
1: I appreciate thank, you, gentlemen.
2: Thank thank you. Thank you. And I know that you'll be um, you know, a big part of your leisure university as well. Moving forward. Yes, definitely. Constant contributor um, and, uh, yeah, a great resource to the community. So thank you in advance.
1: I look for, I look forward to being a service, and I look forward to seeing you guys in New York at the Hulu Center. I'm looking forward to that this weekend. It's going to be dope.
2: Oh, yeah. If you don't have your tickets to Madison Square Garden, you playing yourself, man. Playing yourself. Sunday. Oh, it's going to be a vibe, man. Jada Kiss, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather, Dom Peebles, uh, Ian Dunlap. Myself, Troy. Uh, it's gonna be so many people there, man. It's gonna be an amazing experience, and it's extremely dope to do it.
1: A beautiful yeah, night bro. in Manhattan. I look forward to it.
2: Oh, uh, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a motion picture,
1: motion picture event, brother. A time yeah. will be had.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, yeah. thank you, brother. I appreciate you as always. Right, love is love, bro. Appreciate.
0: Love it. is
1: love. Y'all guys have a blessed holiday season. I see y'all this weekend. Peace.
2: Likewise. Likewise. Hit the like button. 2,100 people on the YouTube. We are at the final stretch of this situation. We're going to talk about real estate. Gave you guys a lot of information. Um, Went from... Oh, and Herman also gave us his uh his business credit course. Um, pro- He provided that in Earn Your Leisure University as well. EYL University. Herman's business uh, credit course will be in the curriculum so we want to thank Herman for that That's what I'm saying like all of these different courses are going to be under one umbrella so if you're in EYLU you get access to Dan's course you get access to Herman's course and you get access to MG the mortgage guys gentlemen here courses Home Buyers Blueprint Volume Welcome. 1 and Volume 2 um, you get all of that as part of one package extremely impressive situation my graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine